Hi, my name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Vilia. Hey, guys. And welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations surrounding our everyday lives, our relationships, and our faith walk with Christ. So, Vilia, what are we getting into today? Well, Yemi, we are giving you well, all of you, a season past to miracles where we closely examine these miracles of Jesus Christ and we apply it to our modern day life. Now, today we are covering the miracle. Actually, I'm going to call it miracle number one, and that is water into wine. Now, one thing I want to explain is you know, the Bible is actually filled with miracles of God. So although a lot of people wonder, we are here today to tell you everything that Christ did in the Bible and why that miracle is important. So the miracle we are covering is water into wine, and that can be found in John 2 verses, uh, John chapter 2 verses 1 to 11. And it begins, on the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Gal Galilee. Jesus's mother was there and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. Now, when the wine was gone, Jesus's mother said to him, they have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink, but you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. Amen. Amen. It's a good one. I think it's a really good one. Um, I really, really, really like this because I think firsthand when you think of the first miracle of Christ to be turning water into wine, that is a monumental message because we as Christians know that wine is the blood of Christ. We, we kind of make the... It's almost like the blood of Christ. Like when, okay, like for instance, like when you are, um, I guess, taking communion, right? When they give you that wine, they, they consider that the blood of Christ. And when they give you the wafer, it's the bread, right? So I'm I, oh, the body of Christ. So for me, for Christ to turn water into wine is marking himself, like, like showing that God has glorified him as the, this, this, the son of, you know, of, of God or the King of men in a sense uh, or humanity. And I think that by him changing it is saying that I am here. I am present. I am making my mark in the world. And that's why that's the, that's the way I interpret this particular miracle. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a, a really excellent point because we do consume wine at communion <laughs> and we call it the blood mm -hmm. of Jesus. And it's it's so, it, like you pointed out, it's so interesting, the symbolism in this first miracle. Because although Jesus says to his mother, my hour has not come, mm -hmm. he still is obedient. There is so many things I can think about, right? right? Like his mother telling, his mother must have known of his glory, right? Right, right. She knew that he was able to do something about it, right? She didn't. She didn't say go buy more wine, right? right? Said, There's no more wine, right? Do something, right? You know? Right. And he's like, my hour has not come, right. but he used it as an opportunity to reveal his glory. At least that's how John describes it. Right. And water, he used the water parts that was used for purification, right? And we know that water symbolizes baptism because mm -hmm. um, you got to be baptized by water and by fire right that's that. the holy spirit but he gives this water baptism of the blood to drink at a feast you know remember when we were covering the parables there were a bunch of like wedding bangers, yes yes right? yes yes absolutely so there's mm -hmm. a lot of symbolisms that it begins that has with to do feast, with, with the feast right? right it begins with a wedding it mm -hmm. begins with a celebration of life right and i don't know if jesus this decided that this was the day that my ministry would begin. But he had already had a few disciples at the time because when he came to this wedding, he was not by himself. He's with a few of the other disciples, including John, mm -hmm. who uh, witnessed this miracle and right. is, you know, recording it for us. And so, you know, that whole transformation thing, and this is the beginning, this is new wine. It also takes me back to new right. wine. Old skin, skin. <laughs> skin. <laughs> right, right, and it's like something new is about to happen. It's a transition from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to give you something new, and to start off, he's going to start it off at a wedding celebration, at a banquet, at a feast. Right. I, I mean, there's so many nuggets, so many nuggets and so layers many. that we can talk about. You know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, how in the parables they talked a lot about feasting, uh, weddings as a, a celebration of you know life and the coming, and then even the idea of uh, new wine and old. Again, it's talking about the coming of something new. But I find it interesting when he, um, when when Jesus talks about his hour, that hour. What is that hour? You know, there's so many things that we can unpack when you say it's not my time, it's not my hour, right? Because God marks everything, He orchestrates everything, and and Jesus knew that His hour had not come. So in this where it says, now my soul is troubled and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Before this purpose, I have come to this hour. So Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. And this can be found in John 12 verses 27 to 28. So it's just also showing, it's almost like when people, it, it's showing that even at this time, Jesus still prays to his father because he himself, although he knows that, that he, he's special in some form or fashion, he still called out to God saying, please, like, show me, give me something because I, I almost don't know what to do. But I, I know that if I call on to you, you will make something happen. So this is this is just showing an example. Jesus is setting the example. He's setting that pace that you must always call on to the Father. who And he has um, glorified me and bestowed me with this uh, opportunity or ability to do 
to reign over the world. This is kind of a way to show that he reigns and right. God gave him right. that. Right. Right. And, and you know, and, and it's interesting you say like his hour because we, we know that the coming of his hour was his death. Right? right. That was when his full glory was manifested right. and shown. And then there's going to be a second coming. So that'll be another manifestation of his glory. And so that reluctancy to show his glory at this time, he, I don't, you know, I don't know what the, the, unless it's revealed in the Bible, I don't mm -hmm. know what the communications between Jesus and God mm -hmm. was. I don't mm -hmm. know what Jesus and God discussed before Jesus came okay, to the world, right, right? right, right. Like, I don't know if miracles were supposed to be a part of his ministry. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying, this is not the hour that I show my glory. This is not the hour that I show that I defy what is reality. I want to preach and say the hour is at hand. The, mm -hmm. ki the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That the time is coming. Right. But he wasn't actually going right. to show. I he got wanted you. to preach and right. teach right. and make people believe right. in in a way that was different from what he just yeah. did. Wow. I, you know, I didn't think about it until you just said mm -hmm. that. Like, like, why did he say? It's not my not hour, hour right. and then still do it, right. right? Like if it's not your hour, then why did you do it? Right. Right. You know, is it because of the obedience to marry his mother or right. is it because he's like, hey, maybe this, maybe I can do something here right. and, you know, transform my ministry in a way that I didn't think about because his ministry was to teach. Was to teach, right. And preach. preach yeah. The, right. So, so it's interesting how his actions were spoke louder than words, right? Ooh, in a sense, a right? A because by people seeing, seeing is believing, mm -hmm. you know, when you can't touch it and when it's not tangible, it's like, mm, okay, whatever, it's my imagination. I could believe if I want to believe, but when you physically see it, it's like, ooh, ah, <laughs> you know, they all probably... <laughs> I mean, it in that way, definitely the servants were right. like, ooh, right, right. They literally poured water into the exactly, and they and brought, um, drawn out wine, right? Wow. And so Jesus revealed his glory, his glory for a celebration. And now, you know, we think about other miracles. We, we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And he's like healing people. A lot of it is more like healing. Right. This is a little bit different. Right. And it's maybe he didn't want to use his glory that way. Mm -hmm. But in a way, it symbolizes the new beginning. And it right. symbolizes that the blood of Ugh. the lamb will be spilled. Yes, and yes. it is That's shed for point. everyone. Right. And there can be celebration in that. I was going to say the celebration part of it. I think it's great because I think even when you think of society, when you think of you as a Christian, you think it means restriction. You know, it's like everything is over. You have to live a life of being solemn. And now you're also celebrating because you know there is a newness. Mm -hmm. So this is a way of saying, no, everything made anew. You know, let's celebrate that. We don't have to go with these old ways of thinking that we are condemned for everything, but we are now made anew. We are made afresh. So I love that idea that it's wine that's going to let people feel those things <laughs> that is extremely symbolic jesus, thank you jesus jesus juice, jesus juice. thank you jesus um there's mm -hmm. something else i wanted to point mm -hmm. out and and it's something i'm gonna i'm going to be cognizant of okay. as we're going through these miracles and i want to be able to point out every single time that it happens is that jesus miracle miracles don't um, come from him alone, right? Mm -hmm. He performs the miracle, but we have a role to play. So 
there's an ask, right? Mary asked, and then there's an instruction, right? Jesus gives instructions. He said, you know, pour water into these jugs, right? Mary even said, listen to his instructions. That's a message for all of us because wow. if we want, we, we want a miracle, we, we got to listen follow. to the instructions yes. because it's not going to come if we don't put something yes. into it. Absolutely. It's not by himself that he does it. You do something yeah, too. Yeah, give something to get There's something. There's something that, that involves us, partic right. our participation in the miracle. I like that. Right? Bringing the water. You have to have an active part. Mm -hmm. Maybe that active part is belief. Right. But you have to be an active participant in the miracle of Jesus. Right. Which means that we're very much a part of the plan. I love that. I love that because even when you think of the step that the servants had taken, the thing is when Mary said, obey everything he says or, or, or do anything he, that he says, she also has that faith and belief that don't, no matter what, something will come so come out of this, whatever that faith is. And for them to, so I like that process of them physically going to get those barrels, filling them up. We're talking about 20 to 30 gallons per, per um, vessel, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that first it starts off with the belief, but the vessel is almost like the action. It's almost like, I guess the vessel is the word in the sense. And now the, the, the wine is the blood. It's interesting how that works. When you think of the word, you think of the vessel. When you think of the blood, you think of the wine. You need them both hand in hand to make this miracle happen because everything is basically about the faith that we have and how that faith makes us walk you know, mm -hmm. through this journey of, of mm -hmm. being Christians. So I, I kind of connect. There's definitely a correlation between the two. What are, what are your thoughts? I, I like that you said that because mm -hmm. I just had a revelation. Like, <laughs> who is the vessel, right? We're the vessels, right? We got to bring ourselves mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. the throne. Yes. We need to get the Holy Spirit. Yes. We need to consume the blood of God of Jesus Christ. I couldn't have said it better. The communion, <laughs> yes. the fellowship. Yes. I mean, we like those servants bringing yeah. those vessels. vessels. We are the vessels. Yeah. Yeah. The blood of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit pumps through us. Ah. That is our salvation. Mm, 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 girl. Our water is wine. Our wine is blood. Yes. We are transformed by Yes. <laughs> I love it. No, that I could not have said it better. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. This was such a great first miracle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no wonder why this was the first the miracle first one, right? that was performed because it just has so much meaning to the beginning yeah. and the end. And representation, symbolization. Like it, it really is good. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for our prayers and uh, our announcements. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today on Jesus's miracle of transforming water into wine. We hope you enjoy the discussion. And before we wrap, we have a few announcements. Then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast where we discuss Jesus' miracle of healing the official son. 
We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube next Wednesday, October 5th at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle. Follow our IG page to keep current on what's happening with Treading Faith. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now, let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word would not come back void. And because we believe our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Lord, Father God in heaven, we glorify and magnify your name. We thank you for giving us new life and new joy every day. Even in situations where we are downcast or feel sad or depressed or defeated, we know that things are new with you through Jesus, through the covenant, the new blood, the new wine, the new transformation. Father God, we ask that you give us an open heart and a open mind so that we may have that kind of faith that accesses transformation, that accesses miracles. Oh, Father, there are things that we are seeking in our lives for a turnaround and a transition, a transformation. Father God, you know the secrets of our hearts and the deep desires and our prayers. Father, we ask that you come to our aid and rescue, not just for ourselves, but for those who are seeking miracles, for those that we pray for, for those we carry in our hearts and mind. Father, benevolent God, you gave your only son to sacrifice his life so that we may have new life, that we may have everlasting life. Your son, Jesus, came and performed many miracles and signs to identify himself as God, to identify himself as the Messiah, to identify himself as your son. But Father God, in today's world where we feel so distant from the things of you, from your, from access to you, oh Father God, let us not forget that the miracles that Jesus performed took shape by active faith. Hebrews 11.1 says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things unseen. Father God, we believe in miracles. We believe they can manifest in our lives, even in the unseen, because we have faith in you. Hebrews 11.6 says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So Father God, give us hearts and minds that seek you first. Give us eyes and ears that see and hear you. Your miracles manifest every single day. Open our eyes to understand and our eyes to see. Philippians 4.19 says, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Jesus Christ. Father God, we know that your riches and your glory is endless. So we are joyful and hopeful that you will not only supply all our needs, but the things that we are so desperately praying for, the transformation, the newness we seek, the turnaround. 
Father God, it is at our doorstep. But we need to believe. We need to have active faith. Father God, if anything is holding us back from having this faith, remove it from our lives, remove the obstacles and have the Holy Spirit activate our faith this day. For activating our faith requires us to also obey you. We need to follow form in obedience because we know that the miracles that Jesus Christ performed required obedience from those seeking the miracle. Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So Father God, I pray blessings upon everyone listening here today, that they shall eat the good of the land starting today, knowing that you, our Father in heaven, wants that for us. Give us a willing heart and a mind and a spirit of obedience and submission to your way and your will. John 14, 12 says, whoever has my commandments and keep them, he is the one that loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Father, we praise you for this revelation that Jesus wants to reveal himself to us if we, if we follow the commandments and love him. So Father God, we declare and confess our love and faith in Jesus Christ. And we thank you for his life, his death and his resurrection. Finally, Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for their good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Father, align us with your purpose. Call us according to your plan. Let all good things work for us in this life and the next. Let us begin to see, call, and manifest miracles daily in our lives. We thank you in advance. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your transformative power. We thank you for miracles. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We enter this covenant with Jesus Christ as our Savior knowing that we have access to the Son and to the Father, knowing that we can call them miracles into our lives and the lives of those around us who desperately seek you. We obey and activate our faith from this day forward. Help us to renew our minds daily so that we can have a mind and heart and, and direction fixated on your will and your way. We thank you for this prayer. Your word says in Matthew 18, 19, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our father in heaven. So we come into agreement when we say amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Father. We hope that you have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.